This Houston Texans team preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is giving away $14 million this NFL season. Sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the details over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. This is episode three, and we're finally talking about the Texans. A tradition <laughs> like none other. Us getting to the Texans early in preview season. Yes. Well, we got the mm. Texans team preview. We are on team preview number three. Oh. Make sure you check Who's out counting <laughs> and make sure you check out the Arizona Cardinals and the Tampa Bay bucks. Uh, those are fun episodes, fun teams. In some ways, the, the bad teams or the teams with the low expectations are kind of more fun. Uh, Cause you can uh, talk yourself into them, which we've been guilty Ryan in my show notes. <laughs> I have in all caps letters. Don't fall in love with them this year. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. The Texans. Yes. Or, or was that a note for the bucks and the Cardinals? Too? No bucks. Well, <laughs> Cardinals. I'm not in love with the bucks at eight to one. I was talking to CJ, AKA the man in the box here uh, in the office. And um, I go to CJ, I go. Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask. Yeah, they're not great, but they're eight to one. Desmond Ritter's two to one to win the division. I, you know, it is fun. Uh, well, it's <laughs> Arthur Smith, it's Bijan Robbins, it's the three-headed monster. Oh yeah, have we come up? Arthur with our- Smith has been great at uh, taking advantage Sean. of top-tier talent. Uh, come on, you got to give him a little love. He is a <laughs> he is a guy that's t- turned down being a millionaire, billionaire to be a football guy. So. Just worth note. That is true. Walked away from his family. I mean, he's still within his family, but he walked <laughs> he still away. Still will his, get the money. Yeah, he's still in the family, but he's right now he's a football guy. And and by the time we have to make a commitment, by the time we do our Falcons preview, we we will have a name for the three-headed monster, hmm. known as Cordero Patterson. Notice I named him first, then Bijan Robinson, then Tyler Algier. Uh, chat is lit. YouTube.com slash sports game on podcast that subscribe button to get in on all these live uh, episodes, team previews. We're always happy to answer your questions there. Yeah. Beezer's picks saying he's hitting 79% uh, Damian Pierce oh, in wow. best ball right wow, now. Look at oh. you. That's uh Dan Jones levels. <laughs> I, I will say this, Sean, Joel, um, the Don uh, close to our heart saying Texans still remain 
Texas's best team. Love that. Love the passion. Love oh, the hatred I, of I the mean, Cowboys. Could we not agree more? Yeah. No, I I totally agree with him, uh, Ryan. Before we get to, so we're gonna recap the 2022 Texans, uh, and then we're gonna bring on our boy Moon off the machine Manji to talk about the 2023 Texans. Before we do that, uh, shout out to our new Patreon. Just mm. launched it, Ryan. Okay. Already. Uh, Walk al- me through it. It's uh it's bonus content. Okay. Uh, we're gonna be doing a monthly SGP stories podcast. Now this is you're not gonna miss out on any picks, but if you sign up with the Patreon, you get the behind the scenes stories. I mean, we've been DGens for deck I mean professional degenerates for a decade plus, and then I mean two or, or three decades if you if you count all the amateur uh degeneracy. So you got that an ad-free episode. That'll be a lot of fun. And weekly contests uh, only for Patreons. Hmm. Which infinite, is pretty overlay. Sweet. Mm-hmm. infinite overlay. Infinite well, overlay. I guess we'd have to factor in some of the cost. I'll do the math later. Okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll crunch the numbers. Exclusive merch only for the uh, Patreons as well, and then uh, all of our pick sheets. So all the college football futures episodes we do, all the NFL futures we do, weekly pick shows, whatever picks we're giving out. Uh, those sheets we use and we the team preview down. sheets, and we have for years. Maybe I'll maybe <laughs> I'll randomly post like a 2013 uh, NFL. Well, uh, <laughs> and also we will be pulling some stuff out of the archives as well. Like uh, I think we're gonna put up the first ever episode of the Sports Gambling Podcast all the way back in 2011. Uh, you know, uh, maybe breaking down Kramer and I's uh, epic fight uh, oh, about wow. the Eagles wow. getting now a little bit Sudfeld. Now it's a fight. No, I I mean the the it audience a, thinks it was a fight. Lenny Dykes just voicemails. I just found those <laughs> Kramer getting hypnotized. There's oh, a wow. bunch of uh, stuff. You know, we're breaking down the Texans right now. We don't have time to get to all of it. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. Get in there, support the war against corporate gambling. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. P A T R E O N. I also, Sean, we, I just, sports gambling podcast.com slash patron works as well because I knew our audience would struggle as much as I did spell yeah, it. So that's... either version works. Uh, that's that's genius. Nice job. Uh, there needs to that's, there needs to be a patch involved at some point. If we're if we're battling uh, corporate co- the corporate overlords, we need yes. patches. Oh, okay. I like pa- that. Like, and potentially ranks in the future. Yes. Oh, five star uh, five, five star, star DJs. Oh, All right, we're we're onto something here. Twenty twenty two, Ryan. Of course, uh, we talk to me. Now we did have them going over four and a half. They did not. Now, as much as we hyped them up to win the division. At what was the price? Like twenty five uh, to one. Uh, one better placed a one thousand dollar <laughs> bet to win four hundred. Uh, what was our what was our division parlay? That it was, could be an SGP story. My the the uh, battle yes. me versus the Las Vegas casinos to parlay division futures. You're welcome, America. I broke down that barrier, much like some of the uh, great great leaders in this in the civil injustices in this country. They had to take a stand, and I walked all the way back over to the Venetian that day, mm. which made me late to dinner <laughs> over at the Capitol Grill for a tasty, delicious. Uh, steak. That place is sweet. I did get a steak. So wait, wait it was much. it was Texans and Steelers. And Steelers. Oh, I mean, that was it. Want to run it back? <laughs> One thousand to win four hundred grand. Here's the funniest part. I, I like uh, Ram Steelers. What would that pay right now? Uh, uh, what is it? Nine to one and six to one. Yeah. All right. So seventy yeah. to one. So pretty fun. What, what do you want to do there? I mean, I, and I will say privately, I did, I did have a Texans Falcons <laughs> Giants <laughs> parlay last year. So I, uh, privately, I mean, privately, I'm, I'm still pissed at the Texans because 
I would have cashed oh. one of the one of the greatest just money line round robins where I was it was an epic week one. The Bears won outright, had him on the money line. The Steelers survived that crazy game against the Bengals. They oh, won God. outright. <laughs> now the Texans, they were up. They were up so much. Yeah. And then they blew it. At least they got the push. Do you remember what what uh one of us said to the other in the uh when we were watching the games over at the the Westgate? We we said, Well, there goes the total. <laughs> that was it. When we saw that tie happen, it's like, well, they're definitely not getting yes, to over we knew four. It, uh, and I, I don't want to disparage him, but I believe cousin Mush oh. started counting his Texans money line a win, uh, like halfway through the second quarter. We're like, don't do it, Mush. It's almost like he leans into the energy. Yes, yeah, he he finds it. It's like uh, it's like that. Uh, it's like it's like a Pandora's Jedi. box. Oh. You know, you're not supposed to open it. The Mush stuff, and he does, and he stares right at it. Yeah. Uh, DVOA rank last year 31, offensive DVOA 31, <laughs> defensive DVOA 22, so not as bad. Uh, their estimated wins were three and a half. Pythag wins 4.9, so uh, kind of what you would Somewhere expect, I guess. The, yeah, I mean, I guess they, they had the 28th uh, easiest schedule, correct? Yeah, they 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 played poorly in spite of having an easy schedule. <laughs> they were one of the most underperformant teams. Uh, in the league, when it cut, I, I don't believe they their offense provided a, a a greater than zero or above average EPA performance all season long, measured against the 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 defense. I don't think they put up an offense. So I, I think that's the story, right? You have a quarterback that's no longer going to be the quarterback. He'll be remembered as being the the neck meme quarterback, where mm. they just kept making his neck longer and longer. Poor <laughs> Davis Mills. Shout out to Stanford. Uh, I, I just I don't know what you can measure out of it. I did pull an interesting nugget from last year's performance, Sean. They went three, two, and one in their division. Yeah, they they only lost it. two games in their division. They went zero and eleven against the rest of the league. They whatever it is, they always hang around. Three road games in the division, three wins, no I, big deal. And I feel like we've been on this again. We we got to chisel the AFC uh, oh. South flowchart in stone. Yeah, let's get that in Canva. Let's get let's prioritize that one. Kramer, why don't you bring up the uh, key additions, key uh, key losses here for the. For the Houston Texans, obviously a huge addition: C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. Oh, huge list. Yeah, I mean the draft picks. Uh, they also got the center Juice Struggs, uh, Tank Dell, the receiver. That's kind of interesting. I mean, the uh, <laughs> the kid, the the free agents they brought in. They brought in Case Keenum, which uh, kind of flew under the radar. Uh, as you Houston expect. kid. Threw for a ton of yards at Houston, but it seems like obviously CJ Stroud looking to be the day one mm. starter there. I uh, mean, come on, he if you, you gotta you gotta put him on the all scrappy veteran mm. quarterback list. Like, yeah, he's in the Taylor. The Heineke NFL list. tries to kick him out every Ryan year. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> These guys are like just they're just loose cannons. Uh, Dalton Schultz uh, from the Cowboys, uh, one of the bigger names. Robert Woods uh, get some receiver depth there. Uh, guard Shaq Mason. I think is uh, worth talking about as well, and then obviously, um, you know, a new head coach. So a lot of people shitting on. Uh, this is no longer draft season, but a lot of people were shitting on the the trade, thinking they gave up more too much capital, yeah. and but that they, they signed got- and they signed a lot of vets. But that signals more about them looking to compete now. More, I mean, so when you're talking about them on the field, it makes them a better team. You look at some of these signings. Yeah, you, I, I've seen a lot of nerds who get lost in their fucking spreadsheet. Nerds! And 
and uh, Twitter th- or sorry X threads. By the way, Sean, is this the first time we're live on X? <laughs> yes. Shout out to DMX. X gonna give it yeah, to you. We we have been a DMX podcast since tw- 2011, Elon. Just so we're all on the same page. Uh, but wait, real? You know what's a very a weird uh, coincidence with all that? this X talk? Uh, the the wrestling uh, fans in our audience will find oh, this interesting. Oh no. I go to the dog food uh, place. I get some uh, dog food for my dogs and some uh, dog shit bags. And then okay. uh, a- as I'm checking out, the guy behind the counter goes, do you know who that was? And I go, no. He goes, oh man, you must not be a wrestling fan. I go, yeah, guilty nope. as charged. He goes, that's X-Pac oh, um, from shit. the, uh, what was their names? Uh, what were they? It was like they were two sp- white guys that were like in a rock <laughs> band or something. But then they they also lifted weights and uh, and conditioned their hair part time on the side. He did have really long hair. Um, <laughs> That's my favorite part about these tough wrestlers. They also have well conditioned hair. Yeah, he went as X and X Pac. I don't know. He was like back in the prime, like WCW. Oh, he would throw the hands NWO. over his groin area. Huh? He was, he oh, was, he was one of the boy. leaders in the NWO. <laughs> wrestling. The fact that wrestling survived and has gotten bigger. Yeah. Shout, shout out wrestling. All right, so let's start cranking out some nuggets here for the Texans. I got a bunch. Well, do 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 we want to uh, do do we want to get the uh, super fan on? Is it? Do you want to get him on now? You want to wait a little? Oh, bit? okay, sure. Let's ah. bring him on. What, did you have anything else about last year? Uh, no, nothing crazy. All right. Let's I go. mean, again, disappointing season. Uh, Lovey Smith uh, wasn't going to go down with the ship. Didn't get the memo about tanking and, and uh, you know, they're All good right. to go. Well, uh, well, is there anything I, I we kind of, we interrupted this to talk about wrestling, but uh, any, any of the other, uh, I mean the, the key departures, oh, I, I was about to say something. That's where we were at. Like signing cooks. I think maybe you miss him a little maybe, bit, but, but you he sign, was also a pain in the ass in the locker. You sign Robert Woods. All right. So a lot of the nerds, this is what I was saying. The nerds in their spreadsheets and their Twitter threads, they're sitting here and what they're, they're probably saying, Hey, this guy's not explosive. He's not going to do a lot. A couple of years back before Cooper cup exploded, these guys were one, a one B and specifically he's a hell of a block. Well, What's he coming I, into I, a scheme where you, they, they respect receivers who can block. They're going to run the ball. Damian Pierce is going to be a massively uh, upgraded oh. asset there. He's a steal in the fifth, sixth rounds of fantasy drafts. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, my, my general take on the situation is that I think they made a bunch of very intentful signings. Mm. When you look at Dalton Schultz, you all, again, you might not see the most explosive guy, but he's clear. They're filling roles. They had the money. They said, we're not going to like, just, you know, <sighs> fake compete this year. And uh, yeah, so uh, all right, let's let's get. Let's get I, I'm optimistic em- enough. We don't probably need Moonoff's optimism here, but I guess we'll bring him on. Joining, uh, we're gonna bring on Moonoff in just a second, right? Oh. Oh. As you know, we do ads on the show. Oh my goodness! Uh, now, now his face is in. Our, I'm gonna take him off the screen. Hold on, uh, he's gone. We of he's course gone. are brought to you by Circus Sports. Make sure you sign up for the Circus Millions and the Circus Survivor contest. I know Moonoff is going to be signing up for those. Uh, we did a we did a circa survivor episode where we walked through the entire uh, circa circa survivor. Unfortunately, it started out how, with how do we do? <laughs> unfortunately, it started out with the Carolina Panthers winning against the Browns, which they would have if the rookie Kate York didn't kick a fifty eight yard field goal. Fuck you, Kate York. Yeah, uh, but again, the circa million circa survivor contest—they're the best in Vegas. No rake, great time. 
Uh, you can win millions of dollars, eight million dollars for the Circus Survivors, six million dollars, and these are guaranteed numbers. Uh, they also have quarterly prizes, booby prizes, so many ways to win. We're going to be out in Las Vegas, uh, August twenty fourth, twenty sixth. Sign up in Vegas. Come out for that weekend. Hang out with us. Uh, otherwise, if you find yourself in Vegas between now and when the season starts, you can sign up. I think the cutoffs like that that Saturday, right before. Uh, just head over to circusports.com for all the details. Circusports.com. Now joining us from the NFL Gambling <laughs> Podcast and the Propcast, Moonoff, the Machine, Manji. What's happening, Moonoff? I'm just back. Well, first of all, you guys are in mid-season form already. <laughs> uh, I see uh, Kramer looks like he's lost a couple pounds there. And <laughs> oh, you oh, wow. hey, I, and you I'll take the compliment. I like you that. Have a stupid Eagles gear on as well. So uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are already in mid-season form. Well, I would, I would, I'm looking at Moon off size, and I would say he's uh, high, but I, I know he's not a no, weed guy. No. <laughs> it's probably just lack of sleep from the kids. So appreciate you burning the midnight oil, hopping, hopping oh, on here, any- talking Houston Texans. Uh, Moon off. Let's just start from the beginning here. D'Amico Ryan's, mm-hmm. uh, C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson. What were your thoughts as these uh, as a Texans fan? Yeah, obviously we knew that we, we were going to take. Well, let's go back to last season. I know you guys already covered, but Lovey Smith leaves a big fuck you to you as he kind of <laughs> walks out the door, and Davis Mills as well. I think both of those guys knew that they weren't going to be back for the 2023 season. Um, at least Davis Mills as a starting quarterback. So, um. In Texans form, they end up with what the number two overall pick instead of number one overall pick. <laughs> um, and things got interesting, right? We were hearing about some rumors that you know some teams want to trade up to the number two spot and get a quarterback, and maybe that influenced the, the Texans to take CJ Stroud at the number two spot. But we knew that they were going to take a quarterback uh, regardless of where they were going to pick. Um, I think we were surprised to see the Texans trade up to that number three pick uh, with the Cardinals. I know they gave up their next year's their own first round pick yeah. instead of the Cleveland Browns. So I know we'll talk about the schedule later, but um, you know, it, I think for the Texans, it was really about cleaning house and getting the fans reengaged. I know we'll talk about on the field stuff, but the fan base has been disengaged over the past several seasons. <laughs> um, and that was really to do with the front office and Nick Sirio and, and the, the, the preset they had, I forgot his name already, but uh, Jack Easterby. Yeah. So, I mean, once they got rid of him, we knew that this was going to be <laughs> something to be serious about. And they brought in look head coach D'Amico Ryan's who was a former Texan. He was a fan favorite as well. So that got the fan base excited. Now you have a brand new quarterback in CJ Stroud. So at least the foundation is laid right now for the Houston Texans, at least on both sides of the football and at the head coaching position. Yeah. And the offense, I mean, they're running that Niners offense Stroud as much as we weren't into him in the draft process, he kind of landed in the best spot to be good right away. Yeah. Bobby Slowick, who was the uh, passing game coordinator for the 49ers takes mm-hmm. over as the offensive coordinator, uh, six and a half wins was actually the highest win total for the Houston Texans since 2020. So unfortunately Moonoff shows you it's been low <laughs> expectations and low results here for the Houston Texans. I did find this nugget since 2000, there have been 13 other instances where a first round quarterback has started at least eight games on a team whose win total is three plus games higher than oh the number no. of wins <laughs> in their prior season. How'd it go? Those teams went over their win total only 27% of the oh time, no. and only the 2010 Rams with uh, Sam Bradford, aka not a franchise quarterback, and the 2020 Colts, who, uh, you know, amazingly started out 11 and 5, uh, won at least seven games. So I, I think. 
I think if I think they're gonna let uh, Stroud start the entire season. You have D'Amico Ryan's, a defensive-minded head coach, uh, here steering the ship. I mean, I, I'm I, I you could talk me into Stroud long term, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's you like weird. Damian Pierce, right? I do like Damian Pierce. I like Nico Collins and the Texans to Kramer's point that he brought up. They are scrappy in the division. They were actually zero and eleven though yeah, uh, against teams outside their division. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know where are you where are you at expectation wise, Moonoff. Like, what is a what is a good season as a Texans fan? Yeah, I think at least on the win total, six and a half seems like a bit of a stretch for this team because. I mean, you nailed it. Like last three seasons, they haven't won what more than four games. Um, yeah, over the last three high. years, <laughs> it's high, and I I really do like the under for this team. And I mean, you guys talked about it. they've been really good in the division, but outside of the division, it's it, they they've been absolutely atrocious. And I, I think the six and a half is there for a reason because take a look at this division. I mean, does anybody really stand out to you? Maybe Tennessee, but I mean. The the Texans always seem to split uh, games with them uh, when they play twice a year, but six and a half seems like a stretch for this Texans team. I think five wins is probably where their ceiling's at. Mm, Maybe six. Wow. I just don't see them getting a seven. What's wrong? Their favorite. (laughs) Sean and I have talked about this is the third team, and the first two teams were not favored in a single game. The Texans are favored in three games, which is crazy <laughs> if you think about that. They're favored in three games, but you got to get seven to win this. Yeah, I, I know we're gonna walk through the schedule. They do have an easy schedule this year, seventh easiest, and all seven. I've heard a lot of people point this out. All seventeen games on Sunday, assuming they don't get flexed. Meaning uh, what? Flexed. New new. Co- <laughs> The you know consistency football coaches like that uh, other nugget that I pulled out of the schedules they do play the Titans in fifteen and seventeen so depending on how the Titans season goes that could those those could be easier games versus like a, a Will Levis yeah uh, or yeah. or a competitive Ryan Tannehill like an MVP candidate Ryan Tannehill who knows yeah I think I mean, all four teams are have a top seven easy schedule this season if I'm not yeah. mistaken the AFC well, South yeah because they catch the NFC South. Yeah. I, uh, as far as like the roster, um, I do like their offensive line. I think it's going to be uh, decent. You got Laramie Tunsil left tackle. They brought in Shaq Mason. Uh, they got the center in the second round from Penn State. Established the run has them ranked 13th overall. Um, so I do think, you know, Stroud's going to get some time. Uh, but again, it's still, you know, like they had 5.8 yards per attempt last year. Again, some of that is the quarterback, some of that, some of that's the offense, the skill players. It's just, this Texans team seems like this is a transition year. That yeah. being said, I do think a guy like Damian Pierce, how do you make things easier for CJ Stroud? You you pound the rock with Damian Pierce, yeah. you get the play action game going. And I, I think that's going to, you know, Nico Collins might be interesting. I think there's gonna be a couple games during this season where I'm gonna be on the Texans money line, but I don't know if they're gonna be consistently winning to get in that either division at 10 to 1. Um, you know, make playoffs it, at it, plus three sixty. If they and I'll throw the odds on the on the screen right now, but if they uh six and a half for the total, make plus five twenty, miss seven hundred, division ten to one, conference hundred to one, Super Bowl two hundred to one. It, are you, if they win the division, is he is D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year? Yes. Yeah. So th- that's, 22 that's, a, that's two to one. That's a great point, Ryan, because a lot of these like 
season long stuff, you got to do the math. Like, Hey, if they do win the division, what else has to happen for that? And I, I mean, you might want to put in, you know, Stroud offensive rookie of the year, but really I would take the longer odds with the, um, with D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year and rookie head coaches are usually in good spots to win this award because the expectations were so low. They're coming off a of what three win season. So if they do enough to win the division, you imagine at least nine wins. So you have a six win increase. That's usually right around the threshold where you're winning coach of the year. And like, what did, uh, what did Robert Sala win in his first year? They still only won like four games, right? What do you mean? Robert Sala for the Jets. First year with the Jets. I'm just making a comparison to guys who leave Daddy Shanahan. Oh yeah. Uh defensive minded, go somewhere else. He went he went four and thirteen. Yeah. So mm. all right, I take that back. That's a bad ex- <laughs> bad example. I will say I, I I have to say it because I said it for the Cardinals. None of these men have ever coached in this position. Uh that that's concerning. The defensive coordinator came over from Arizona where he was a D line coach. You mentioned the offensive coordinator. I, I look. I, I'm, I'm obviously showing a little bit of favoritism, but for some reason, when I look at these bottom dwelling teams, I can get behind the. I just like I, I the, the same reason I'm behind uh, the, the Giants, the Falcons. Intentful moves, like purposeful moves. They have, they understand what they're trying to do at minimum, and so. D'Amico Ryan has a clear vision. That's Here's what I say: they could clear be, vision. They could be a better team and still be six uh. and eleven. Sixteen <laughs> times, Ryan, a new head coach has been paired with a rookie first-round quarterback. <laughs> Only four of those teams increased their wins by more Here, than two games. Here's how bad my 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 bias is. I I literally like it's so it's so funny for 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 longtime listeners they'll remember Ryan was rock hard for Matt Schaub and Andre Johnson every year and the and the St Louis Rams like those were and that's the the Sam Bradford is not a franchise quarterback was when I snapped on Ryan when we were doing our NFC West preview probably twelve years ago in my garage and he's like you know if, if Sam Bradford stays healthy this Rams team and I just lost it on him. I got it's a wake up call, Ryan. I don't I I, I like Damian Pierce. I insta-fired. I, I appreciate that what they're doing there, but seven wins is still a lot the here. S- and I guess I'm higher than r- the rest on the Tennessee Titans. The second I took the second the draft was over, I fired on Carolina and Indy under. Because I was fading rookie quarterbacks, but not my Texans. <laughs> not my Texans. Oh my god. I, I don't understand it. I don't know why. It's like it's almost I think part of it has to be like some sort of empathy towards teams that suck. And, and but yeah, there's something about that logo. I just I want to I want to bet on the Texans every year. All right. Did they and they they had some decent um decent moments like if you look at the EPA and stuff like that, they had some they had All some right, decent I, moments defensively. So combat, it wasn't it wasn't a complete yeah, disaster. They were they were average on defense, which makes me think that uh, a modern scheme like Lovey Smith, the last co- that's the other thing we we touched on it earlier, but they they rolled out sixty five and sixty four year old coaches the last couple of years. <laughs> I mean, and didn't moon uh, off da- David Cully and then no, the uh, barbecues. Who and can then forget? Lo- and then Lovey Smith. It's like 
they it was almost like they were going out of their way to tank. Uh, I, I don't yeah. know what what was their plans here. That's exactly what it was. They were going out of the way to tank. <laughs> like we knew they weren't going to be a long term solution to sixty four <laughs> to sixty five year old. I mean, Lo- Lovey Smith looked like Rip Van Winkle with that giant. <laughs> he needs like a corn cob pipe or something. Like it was just he looks right out of like a, a fairy tale. You know. Yeah. I mean. And not as uh, you know, Moonoff's beard is is much nicer. But it, um, Lovey Smith, it was just this like giant gray thing. You couldn't take that guy seriously. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, so like, how does that not just create just a massive organizational step up? The energy in the building. I mean, from all accounts, like Moonoff said, this is not just a guy coming from a great system. <laughs> it's a former son of Houston, D'Amico. Ron- First of all, it makes me feel yes. old because I remember him playing uh, in college. Yeah, I, I'm all in. I, I think I've gotten myself from a little bit into all the way in. Last thing I'll say, Sean, over the last two years, three, ten, and one in one score games, this Houston Texans team. Regression is coming, baby. I will say this: this defense probably has a potential to be a top ten defense. It's gonna yeah. be the offensive size where they where they're gonna struggle. I'll, all right, so let's let's play this game. In the division, what unit, if you had to bet on an offensive unit or a defensive unit finishing top ten? Which unit is it? Mm. I would say defense. top ten, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying defense, in the whole yeah. division, eight units. Uh, oh, okay. so we're talking hey, a lot of units in the air here. But yeah, all the offenses, all the defenses. Oh, I mean, I finishing I think, top ten. Jags offenses probably would be a popular answer for playing for family feud style. I agree. Other than that, I I think the I think Texans the, could I be think, the best defense pretty easily in this division. I, I think the Titans could have a top ten offense. Oh, ooh, that yeah, that's right because you have ten hill MVP. Hot, well, I hot. just I, I mean at a hundred to one. <laughs> All right, you got to watch eight to one to win the division. Josh, clip eight this. Eight to one to win the clip division. Clip Moonoff rolling his eyes at the Tannehill MVP talk. <laughs> Moonoff only likes <laughs> Moonoff only likes reasonable bets. Moonoff, he's a freaking Aggie. Come on, come on, Sean. <laughs> Come on, he is he's more an of a receiver than a uh, than a quarterback. Uh, he's but watch at, out! He's looking at you like you were trying to mow his lawn. <laughs> God damn! All right, should we? Uh, I didn't have any uh, big big takeaways from the from the salary. I did do some salary cap analysis for every team this year. Don't have oh, any. Appreciate that. Ryan. Don't have any key takeaways here. Uh, Texans do have a decent amount of dead cap, but you know nothing crazy. And they are like like we mentioned earlier, they are strangely. Uh, it appears trying to win now. Uh, signed a lot of veterans on short deals. All right, schedule up. Shout out to Stephen B. Ranger oh, in the yeah. chat. I know he's a uh, he's a big Texans guy. D. Bettis in the chat saying Texans five and twelve. Uh, Stephen B. Pointing out the Texans own the Jags. They'll get one. He's not sold on the Titans. Uh, not surprising there. It was was that was it was Stevens friend the the random dude who was a dirt biker. Who uh, ended up uh, talking to Colby a, for a long no, time about was, dirt biking? I think that was a random listener. That was, who a, met yeah, that was a random listener. Oh yeah. man, I, uh, Colby talking for hours about dirt biking while football's on. Those- while football's on, <laughs> Colby damn football guy. All right, uh, first four at Ravens, Colts at home, at Jags, Steelers at home. Uh, I, you know, I like the balance of the schedule. I mean, here's the thing: they're I, definitely I, beating the Colts at home. I want I want to pick some spots here in the season where the Titan where the Texans could win outright, and maybe you could normal seasons maybe it might be uh, a week one thing, oh. but at Baltimore week one Harbaugh is so good. Oh, uh, that money line's gonna be juicy. NFL week one, I I don't I can't do it. Colts I I think I like them in that spot at Jacksonville. Oh, that's where they eat their lunch. 
I think that's the numbers too high, but again, Jacksonville is a tough place to play in September and then Steelers uh, at home. Houston. I mean, Houston's got a similar climate. Moonoff will tell you that. That's true. Oh, yes. It's like Florida of the Sem- middle. Don't tell Colby we have a roof. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, I I I think Reminder: The last time they went to Jacksonville, they won thirteen to six. Trevor Lawrence went back to his th- interception throwing ways. The, whoa, we don't talk about that. Sorry, we don't sweep that under the rug. Yeah, Ryan, edit that out. Delete. <laughs> he's uh, he's an awesome quarterback. No uh, complaints on. Uh, all right, two and two, one and three. I don't know if I can get that second win. Moonoff, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, I want to go two and two. I. I'll say this: the the Texans have won five games in a row in Jacksonville. I think they'll get yeah. that one. Oh, that I definitely get in that one. Mm. And I, um, I'm I'll go two and two. Yeah, there you see, Munaf. Where was that when we were talking about the team? You sat, you were all down. You're talking <laughs> under. It, it's now, coming later. It's yeah. <laughs> oh no no. Shh. All right, next four at at my Falcons Saints. Which, by the way, the, the Falcons are getting a lot of respect in the points. <laughs> no, at crazy. Falcons, Saints at home, bye week. All right, right in the middle of the year. That's not horrible. Okay. At Panthers, rookie quarterback there, and Bucks at home. I mean, that stretch. You have Desmond Ritter. You have De- uh, it was awesome. Derek Carr. Who you love? Derek Carr, Bryce Young, <laughs> and Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, certainly Desmond Ritter's the best of that bunch. I don't know about that. I'd take I'd take Baker over Desmond. Just saying, Ritter. a lot of winnable games there. <laughs> a lot of winnable games. I don't know. I you could talk me two I'll and go, two. I'll yeah. go two and two. Yeah, two and two. Two. There's and upside two, yeah. here. I'm being conservative, Sean. <laughs> Next up. So wait, you guys both have them four and four. I have them three and five. All right, you here Debbie comes a regression. D- Debbie Downer over here at ba- oh my goodness at Bengals where they are catching ten and a half points. Uh, Cardinals at home. Again, co- now is remember that week Tyler eleven. Back? Week eleven. Uh, that game is going to be key for the Texans because remember the Texans traded their first round pick to the Cardinals to move up to number three. So they're probably one. They're going to want to get that game. Yeah, I mean. They they're gonna want to be good, so they don't really look like idiots <laughs> if they give them the first pick uh, with a generational quarterback coming out. Yeah, so I look they'll be favored. They're favored against the Cardinals. So at Bengals, Cardinals at home, Jags at home, Broncos at home. Three straight home games there. We haven't had back to back road games. I'm not seeing a ton of really uh, tricky spots. Like we mentioned, all their games on Sunday, so they will have the exact same week every week. Uh, Groundhog Day for sure in Houston. A more winnable games here. I I think they probably split with the Jags, so I got to give this one as a loss. They win it, win the the Cardinals game, and I mean, what is this Broncos team? Why why are we assuming this Broncos team is going to be anything? <laughs> two and I two. Like, I like the Broncos give defense against two. this Texas team. Two and two. I don't think I don't think the spread will close. The the opening line here is showing four and a half. I don't think what it'll do think? be Closes. quite that high. I think Broncos would be like a you know two and a half point uh, road favorite. I'm gonna go. What do I got here? I'll go. Uh, I'll go one and three. Two and two. Two one and two. Three. All right, oh, there you go, Moonoff. Moonoff. <laughs> he's too objective. He wants to make sure people understand that he's quantitative. All right, then we have the first back-to-back road spot of the year at Jets at Titans. Mm, Browns tough. at home. Titans at home at Colts. You know, I'm. I'm. For I, me, this is simple. I think they split with the Titans, and they get either. It could be Will Levis twice. Colts, what Browns, 
What if it's Will Levis? Deshaun Watson returning to Houston. Or oh, I think it's the second time coming back. Uh, is he allowed to go to is he allowed to be in the building? <laughs> Team approved uh, massages that, only. That's where the that's where the dirty deeds went down. The fact that you have to say team approved massages only. <laughs> You have to know when to come. Uh, for me, I'm going to be optimistic. There's a little. They're they're going to be the hype team next year. Ooh. I'm going to say they finished two and three, a respectable six and eleven under on the Houston Texans. Barely, even the hater Sean Green barely got under. No, I, 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 I. Yes, it's just a rookie quarterback and rookie head coach. I can't get them that high. So I'm having them split all the, all the divisional games. So uh, maybe I could have them win both Colts games, split the Titans game. All right. And then Deshaun Watson obviously chokes uh, returning to the scene of the crime three and two, three and two Ryan. Yeah, so you have them that? going nine and eight. Oh, yes. <laughs> Division AFC South champions. Oh, uh, well, moon off, moon off, finish uh, one off your four. They're going one, one and four. And four. Oh, okay. So he also has them going six and 11. Hmm. Um, My too bullish. Do I need to downgrade him to eight and nine? No. Why would I do that? No, this Brian, is my text. Brian, I mean, if you got him going nine and eight, you might as well bet them to win. You know the what? Here's what I'll say. Here's what Ten I'll to say. One. I think you, if you are, if you are into the Texans this year, are you going to do your Texans uh, PR the, tour? Because I, I enjoyed that. Make playoffs is plus five twenty. Miss playoffs yeah. minus seven hundred. Division not uh, ten not to one. Conference hundred to one. Super Bowl two hundred to one. Uh, to me, I'm not on any of these. No. <laughs> Just give me the under six and a half. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely my first over of the season for sure. One hundred percent my first over of the season. I also think. I mean, look. Nico Collins, right? Guy, he, he can block. Uh, Robert Woods, he can block. <laughs> yeah. They brought in guys who can catch the ball. Dalton Schultz, and everyone's forgetting. Uh, you remember that fun Alabama team with Bryce Young and Jameson Williams, Williamson? You know the the other quarter, the other wide receiver was guy by the name of John Mechie. Oh yeah, John mm-hmm. Mechie coming back. I haven't mentioned him yet. People are talking about him like he's chopped liver. And then you got <laughs> C.J. Stroud telling management, "Yo." I worked out with this tank Dell motherfucker. He could be like your Debo Samuel. Yeah. They go out and draft him again. They have a plan now, whether or not the culture can flip right away. I didn't see any good back-to-back road spots for them to do culture building stuff, but hopefully training camp has some bowling nights, a couple movies, maybe a sleepover. And I, you know, let's, let's see what kind of guy CJ Stroud can be. I think you play CJ Stroud offensive rookie of the year plus a 50. Will Anderson, defensive rookie of the year, plus four hundred. John Mechie, comeback player of the year, plus three thousand. Cancer <laughs> is almost dying on the no, field. No, it's not dying on the field, but it's close. I mean, John Mechie. I'm not done, Sean. John Mechie's a great story. D'Amico Ryan, D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year at twenty-two to one. Because I'm, I'm with you. I do think there aren't many situations where they win the division. And he doesn't get this award, but yeah. just in case, let's also sprinkle Texans to win the AFC South. <laughs> so wait, oh wait, are those all the bets you're on? What? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh wow, that is a that's a laundry mean? list of losers over there. What do you mean? I'm gonna keep I'm it. I'm gonna simple. sprinkle a unit around. I mean, the only thing. I, all right, so I'm going big, full unit. C.J. Stroud, rookie of the year. Will Anderson, rookie of the year. All right. Write all those down. I I didn't have time. I to got them right here. I'll put them in. Don't worry about it. I know you're want to make sure the sheet's accurate for all the uh, oh, all the Patreon this, listeners out there. Yeah, for me, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. There you go. Le- leave a review Jesus. for the the sheet on mm. Apple Podcasts if you don't mind. 
This team preview one is pretty beautiful. Ryan really put a lot of time into it, so he oh, would appreciate. Um, oh, wow. I feel like you're mocking me. No, That's, no, yeah, no. I would never mock your spreadsheet ability. No, Excel not, whiz. This, this isn't about abilities. No! This is about uh, judging another man's art. So I just I put my hands in the grass. Ryan, Ryan's in. The you want to talk grass. about hand? I was leveling Earth the other day, <laughs> literally leveling the Earth with my bare hands. Moon is Kyrie Irving with you? <laughs> oh wow! No, I mean, the I, Earth is already level according to Kyrie. Oh yeah, that's doesn't yeah. need. Maybe you're showing him the way. <laughs> I, uh, I would love to watch Kyrie watch Beyond the Curve, that oh, documentary that where they crack they crack the flat Earth myth. All right, <laughs> here we go. Uh, we got for my bets. It's simple: Texans under six and a half. I do like my boy Damian Pierce. I okay. do think uh, between the the Shanahan style offense, where they're going to be running a bunch of like inside zone stuff, whatever that is, he's going to get some opportunities to run. They're going to run a ton of play action. I think he's good in fantasy. And give me Damian Pierce most rushing yards Ooh. at thirty two uh, one. I left that one for you, by the way. I'm also on that one. It's kind of a it's on the long shot area. I don't know if they can get to this. If they're behind a bunch, but I I don't think they're going to be a. How many carries do you think it takes? Well, we were doing the math. What was it? Um, because I I think because it's like in the three hundred realm, right? Look, I I, I know they brought in. Uh, we haven't talked. We didn't talk much about it, but they brought in Devin Singletary. Obviously, and again, they signed him for a reason. He's going to fit a role. It's probably going to be more to do in the passing game. But then you read all. I mean, again, Moonoff much closer to the situation, but you read there's been a lot of positive things being said about Damian Pierce being used in the passing game. So, I, I you know, he yeah, had, I, mean, I, I like him fantasy. I mean, I think the case study is, ooh. you know, like the um, like the Raiders last year, right? Like they, I, I mean, they weren't a particularly good team. What did they finish uh, six and eleven? Like I think the Texans are going to this year. They gave Josh Jacobs three hundred forty carries. I think Damian Pierce could could hit that number, and his yards per attempt were pretty good. I mean, Damian Pierce passes the eye test. I think. How do you help a, a rookie quarterback? You feed your workhorse running back uh, the ball. I don't think there's anyone else on the roster really stealing touches for him. I love that play, him. John. I love that play. I mean, I'm in on it. Let's go. All right, Moonoff. What do you like uh, prop bet wise besides under on your Houston Texans? I mean, you talked about Damian Pierce, right? Uh, usually, I play unders on player props oh, for no. the season long, right? But the one I really do like is Damian Pierce over nine hundred and a half rushing yards. Dog. Last season, you know, he only he, he ended up playing thirteen games, two hundred twenty rush attempts, nine hundred thirty nine yards, and we saw what he can do after contact. Um, and then yards per carry was at four point three. If you guys are talking about that, if he's going to get three hundred carries, that's well above nine hundred. He should. Be around what 1200, 1300 yards. So I see a 900 and a half uh, for his uh, total rushing yards prop. I like the over on that. And Sean, you mentioned it for him to lead the league in rushing yards. I see a 35 to one out there as okay. well. Oh, I'm going to adjust you. mine to 35 to one because I'm, yeah. I'm getting down over at Munov's book. Just about, yeah. just value hound. And, and sorry, what was the, what was the uh, yardage on Damian Pierce over how many? 900 Nine, and a half. So 901. Yeah. Okay. There's some other fun Damian Pierce ones I'm seeing on some of these team specials. What do you think about this one? Damian Pierce, a hundred plus rush yards <laughs> in eight games. Oh, that is no, fourteen that's, to one. That's a that's I'm, I that just did the math. Bet? It's bad really bad math. Because he he yeah. he didn't that, play a full season last Sean, year and he got 
two, but then he had a ninety-four Th- yard game. Think about his weekly price. Like in the beginning, before they start realizing how yeah. dominant he is, yeah, it's gonna be high sixties, low seventies, maybe at the max. I mean, I so do you're like, already talking about plus two fifty, two hundred for a game. Yeah. So yeah, d- keep 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 your shekels in your pocket here. All right. Let's go. You're uh, in France now. D- watch out for pickpocketers. Uh, cereal in the chat saying Texans to score one touchdown in each game. That's plus five hundred. I don't know. Exacta fun. You want some exacta fun? Houston and Tennessee, top two exacta. Mm. What's that? Twenty to one. Eh. What? I I don't like. Oh, it. I guess it's ten to. Yeah, that's not. Because I mean, right. they're 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 well, it, they're ten to one to win the division. Titans are eight to one, right? No, Titans are like uh, three. Oh, sorry, three they're down change. to like four to one. Yeah, I was thinking that, of the Bucks. That's not. I, actually, I'm going to lean into that one. I'll do that too. <laughs> Ryan's adding uh sell Ryan, ha- your your beautiful spreadsheet's gonna be uneven no, because you are no, so no, no. We, we the scales are tipped this, so we heavy. We got this. Heavy uh for the Houston Texans. Yeah, we'll just tell we'll tell Josh that there's a there this is coming in heavy. Coming in hot. All right, uh Moonoff, any other uh any other plays, final thoughts here for the Houston Texans? Your Houston Texans. If you had to pick one game uh for them to win on the money line as an upset, which uh, which game you like? Oh man, that's an upset. I think it's probably Seems like you like in, the Jags in Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, like I mentioned, they've won five straight road games in Jacksonville. They just find a way to win. Um, but if you want a favorite bet, maybe it close out of pick them, maybe a game of the year. It's, it has to be week 11 against the Cardinals. I mean, they know that <laughs> they have to trade that pick over to the Cardinals. Yes. Game of the year. <laughs> yeah. Game of the year. Cardinals <laughs> at home. Week yeah. 11. Uh, I will. And I will say, so if you asked me this question, I think the Jags is the obvious answer or any, any road game in the division, but the Bengals, when they play the Bengals, the Bengals are coming off the Buffalo, a Buffalo game on Sunday night football, probably going to have some emotion coming out in that one. Then they have at Baltimore and Pittsburgh the following two weeks. So mega, mega sandwich spot here. And guess who they have before Buffalo at San Francisco. So literally Houston is the turd in the middle of a five game stretch of death for who the bills, no Bengals. Cincinnati, Cincinnati. I'm, I'm oh, saying okay. those they, Cincinnati has brutal games at uh, San Francisco okay. week eight. Uh, Buffalo Week Nine on Sunday Night Football. Then they have the Texans, mm. and then they have at Baltimore. But it's a Pittsburgh. look ahead spot for the Texans because they got the no, Cardinals no, next week, the Cardinals. aka the game of the year. I will be on the. I I, I have a <laughs> feeling every time the Texans are three to one or more on the money line, we're going to be talking about it on the show. That's that's just it's the matter of fact. Uh, you know I like those juicy dogs, Sean. Yes. Shout out to DMX. Juicy dog. Shout out to X Pac as well, oh, wow. who uh, <laughs> likes dogs as well. He's big. Shout out to him uh, running into him at the uh, dog food place. Uh, appreciate you calling in, Moonoff. Make sure you follow Moonoff on Twitter at SportsNerd824, and uh, check out all his podcasts: the MLB Gambling Podcast, NBA Show, the <laughs> NFL Gambling Podcast. Back better than ever. Propcast got you covered. So many ways to win with uh, our favorite guy, Moonoff, the Machine. Manji, two days continue uh, tomorrow. Although we are going to be tomorrow night, we're going to be doing a special uh, pros versus Joe's oh. fantasy uh, best ball. Don't we're, tell them we're the pros. Yeah, we are the pros, <laughs> but we have the longest odds. Someone made up odds, and we are even, the Joes have better odds on us to win this best ball <laughs> fantasy thing. It's it's kind of insulting, but uh, Why, is it? 
No, I, like a chip I, I love, my show I love being the scrappy dog. So I we're, love a chip on my We're going to have a lot of fun. That is tomorrow, 7 o'clock Pacific, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Appreciate everyone that's already signed up for the Patreon. You guys are the real heroes. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. I know a lot of people say the teachers are the real heroes. I think the troops are yeah. heroes. Oftentimes, I know Ryan disagrees with that, but you, no. the Patreon subscribers, are the real heroes. It's only mailmen. Mailmen. I have a war with. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green. He's Ryan. I'm really excited about my Texans this year, Sean. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs>